0: Welcome to Life in the Rock. We're committed to sharing with others the challenges and joys that accompany our being a part of God's family. It's our goal to offer relevant and thought-provoking material on today's issues. Thank you for joining us. All right, we want to thank you for joining us today on Life in the Rock, and as we're entering into this series on Two Ministers Talking, I'm delighted today to have with me uh, from all the way from Richmond, Virginia, Billy McGuigan. Uh, Many of you know who Billy is and know his heart and his passion for teaching and and preaching. Uh, Many of you have been impacted by the, the many lessons that he has given, and I'm delighted, Billy, that you're with me today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Keith. Uh, thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate
0: it. Oh, yeah. So uh, we were blessed to have you at Winsong uh, last fall, and uh, and we were uh, delighted that you came and spent a weekend with us, and, and uh, I know many of our church family here uh, have said how much they appreciated the things that you had to say. Uh, and at that point, you talked about love and uh, God's love for us, and it was a uh, tremendous. And so, for that, I just want to say thank you. As we start, um, oh, thank you. How how are things going for you, for your congregation, for your family uh, during during these strange times that we're in? Um,
1: de- depending depending on the day, um, for at home. Um, yeah, getting the kids to do school work or having some kind of discipline or routine or rhythm mm-hmm. uh had been tough for the you know the first week or so it might even still be tough if you ask melissa but um <laughs> we're we're getting <laughs> We're getting into a rhythm where from like 9 to noon, they do some schoolwork, not like three hours of complete study, but they take a wee break and and do something, and then they read a little bit in the afternoon. So uh, now the teachers are getting into doing some Zoom meetings, Mm -hmm. uh, especially with Aiden since he's eight years old, uh, and the teachers checking in with them. So that's good. The church is going good too. My uh, co worker Craig has put out a network of the church where everyone in the church, is being communicated with. We've got life group leaders. We've got our shepherds who have shepherd groups. They've got about 15 families each that they make sure they're connecting with and engaging with. Our life groups or small groups are doing the Zoom meetings Mm -hmm. weekly. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's been very helpful. And then just recently, my coworker Craig uh, made signs because we have this um, theme. uh, Maybe it's not a theme. It's called Better Together. Um, And so he made some signs and said uh, that we put them in people's yards, church members' yards. Mm -hmm. The young kids did it, the parents and helped them, whatnot. And it said, we're better together. We miss you and hope we'll be worshiping soon. So that has been really good connections. And I think at this time, people need to be connected with. Mm -hmm. They may not say, hey, hey, um, give me uh, some attention, but the leadership and the life group leaders are making sure that everyone in the church is connected with. And it's, it's going really well there, Keith.
0: That's great. Yeah, so uh, Billy uh, preaches for the uh, Three Chopped Church of Christ on Three Chopped Road in Richmond, Virginia. I'm glad that you're joining us today. And Billy, I know that a lot of people are dealing with anxiety, uh, stress. Uh, some of the stress comes from what you've just talked about—just being being home and uh, and parents all of a sudden finding themselves as teachers and trying to navigate uh, the uh, the the social distancing and 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 navigate those uh, challenges that come along with their their children uh, learning online now and and parents trying to uh, trying to relearn maybe what we. Learned as kids that we've forgotten, uh, trying to help them through, and so a lot of people are dealing with with that aspect, and and stress is coming in, but also something that that we're seeing a lot is um, is the the uncertainty of uh, just the day to day activity and and really the anxiety over. Uh, all of the information that's being thrown our way with regard to this pandemic that we're experiencing. A question that I would ask you is, you know, what is it maybe that uh, we could do um, to to somehow ease that anxiety and and that discomfort and the discouragement and disheartenment that we may be feeling as a result of our current situation?
1: Now, we're, we're talking about what the church can do, what Christians can do, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, good. Uh, Here's what I have to do, and not even just through this pandemic and the COVID-19, but um, I just think about my relationship with God. Mm. I I think about in um, the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 3, you remember that Moses um, comes, sees the burning bush, and he comes to meet God. Mm. And then God tells him, I'd like you to go to Egypt. And tell Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. Um, and, and then Moses starts making excuses, this, that, and the other. Uh, and he says, I want to bring your children. You want me to get, go to Pharaoh, get your children uh, out of Egypt. Who shall I say is sending me? Mm. And you remember that God responds. Uh, this is somewhere in 11 uh, chapter 3, 11 through 14, mm-hmm. God responds with, tell them, I am sent you. You remember that?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I am who I am, or the translation might say, I will be who I will be. Yeah. And I, I just think of this um, wh- when we need to have peace uh, in any part of our life or we're dealing with stress, I, we need to go back to God. So God, so when God says, I will, I am who I am or I be who I will be, i believe god is saying you will know who i am is telling moses by what you see me doing Mm -hmm. so we will know who god is and what god is like by what we see him doing or he's saying something like i will be what i need to be on any certain situation Mm -hmm. that makes sense so as we know that right so and as a community of faith as people of god as christians our faith needs to be built on the character of God, on His purpose, on His on His nature, who He is, mm-hmm. so we can have a, a good, strong foundation, right? So if we can get a better grasp on who He is and what His purpose is in the world, I think um, our, our hope in Him, our faith in Him will grow. And I think when we have that good, strong foundation, we can communicate that to other people. Mm. So, and, and and the thing is, if we're watching the news every day, and I don't, because it's just too much to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, but in light of the things that we are hearing on the news and the social media and all the schools that have closed, universities closing, people are getting all the toilet roll and taking it for whatever reason they do, <laughs> those things, right? Yeah. And we, Someone will tell us after the fact why they did it. The truth is people are concerned. They're worried. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people, they're afraid, especially if we listen, because that's all we're seeing on the news right now is mm-hmm. COVID-19, pandemic, so many people died in this country and that country. Mm-hmm. And I think the people, instead of having um, fear, we need to replace it with peace. Mm. And so um, I, I, it, 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 I was a uh, couple of years ago, I did a study on the names of God, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the names of God is Yahweh Shalom. And it's in uh, Yahweh Shalom. Uh, It's in Judges 6. And Mm -hmm. actually, I was just reading Judges yesterday and this morning from a daily Bible reading. And Mm -hmm. I was reminded uh, of this again. And it's in in, uh, Judges chapter 6 and verse 24. Mm -hmm. So uh, we know in the book of Judges, there's the different cycles of sin. God has called these people. You worship me, don't worship anybody else. And they fell into this rhythm of worshiping the false gods, and then things are going bad for them, and they cry out. Right. And God sends a judge to help them and save them and whatnot. But it's in Judges chapter six uh, where we find the the guy um, Gideon. His yeah. name is Gideon, mm-hmm. and um, He's sick and tired of it. If we, I don't know if we have time to read some scripture sure. not together. Sure. We do. Yeah, uh, listen to this in Judges chapter six. And uh, verse 1. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of the of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza, didn't spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them, count the men and their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. And we we see that, uh, I think it's about six times in the book of Judges. Mm. So Gideon and the nation of Israel were at the mercy of the Midianites, mm-hmm. but there wasn't any mercy given. There was no food. The people were afraid of dying, so they hid in caves. Uh, and maybe for us today, uh, we're not hiding in our homes. We've been told, stay home, you know, and stay right. healthy and whatnot. And people are afraid. And so thinking of Gideon, and, and I'm sure he was sick and tired of planting food, not just Gideon, but the other Israelites, planting the food, and then the Midianites and the other people come and destroy it. Mm-hmm. And I think about how frustrating that might be for us today, though I am not, I don't have any green thumbs or anything like that, but people who plant something and then animals, rabbits and other animals come and kind of take it, it would be very uh, frustrating, I'm sure. I'm so sure, yeah. I, 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 I just think here of um, the angel of the Lord coming and speaking to Gideon, I think it's in verse 12, and says, mm-hmm. the Lord which is Yahweh, mm. that I am who I am, where I will be, who I will be on any particular situation. Mm-hmm. says the Lord Yahweh is with you, mighty warrior. And uh, when I think about what I see Gideon doing, who's hiding in the wine press, threshing mm-hmm. wheat because he doesn't want the Midianites to steal it, he's not acting like a mighty warrior because he's right. afraid he's going to die. As we know then, there's this conversation and uh Gideon makes a sacrifice to God and it's all consumed. And then there's the, give me the one more um uh, show me one more time that it's really right. you. I think it's the the fleece on the ground, mm-hmm. da 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 mm-hmm. And then he uh, the the Jews uh, um, they had this special event uh, or they they would put up monuments um, for special events and places, mm-hmm. and so Gideon builds this altar, verse twenty four, and calls it the Lord is peace.
0: Mm.
1: And so, no matter what he sees after that, he can look back at that altar and say, "The Lord is peace." Mm-hmm. So it, it it it's the Hebrew word shalom, mm-hmm. right? Shalom. And the shalom and it's more that word means as we know more than the absence of war right mm-hmm. it, it, it carries yeah. with it the idea of well-being wholeness harmony security health and prosperity and so gideon uh, is now um uh, he believed that god was with him because he was afraid and said uh the, the God has left us alone, but mm-hmm. now he saw the signs, he saw makes the sacrifice, and God does what he asked him to do. And now he believes that the Lord is able to use him. Mm-hmm. Not because he's, its you know, he's some mighty warrior, though that's God's song, Because he said, I, I'm the least in my little group of people, and my clan's the smallest and whatnot. But it wasn't about Gideon. It's about who God is. Right. So he builds this altar and says, the Lord is peace. And mm-hmm. so I think about, and especially in this time, Keith, you know, it, it's a time of fear for a lot of people. It, it, if it's not fear, it's definitely uncertainty. When, when is the lockdown going to be lifted? Right. When are we going to go back to normal? And so people look for peace. And so at times people look for peace. Um, in different places, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some younger Christian might look to their parents, uh, some of us even look within ourselves, we may go to a book that some author's written, uh, some of us look to the government, some of us then find to go to the scriptures, or that's the first thing we do, is go to the scriptures, to mm-hmm. the Bible, to God, uh, but then also some of us don't know where to look either, mm-hmm. and so I would encourage us, and, 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 and preachers would encourage us, to constantly look at God whose name is peace.
0: Mm. So Billy, let me, let me ask you, um, with, with the idea of, um, the God of peace or the Lord of peace, um, and, and the fear and the worry, the anxiety, the stress that everyone is feeling over the uncertainty of our situation right now, uh, do you think that there may even be, uh, some issues that, that may arise for some people at least with within congregations even of what's it going to be like when we are back together uh you know it, are we still going to have that fellowship that we had before um is that even a part of a you know a concern that you think some people may be having uh-
1: I would think so, right, because we're human. Mm. I, I would I would think so, and maybe even older people. And, of course, what I'm hearing is each governor of each state is going to be the one to say, okay, we're open for business again, let's go back to normal. But even when the church comes back together again, uh, I would think for sure on the first Sunday uh, that everybody's going to be very excited for that. Mm-hmm. And I think we may and maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but I'd like to look at it, think I'm looking at it right, that um, there may be a lot more people than we normally have on a regular Sunday because people need the fellowship. But I think that maybe some people who are uh, older or who have their immune system isn't, you know, what it should be, they might still be hesitant Mm -hmm. to to come out. And and that's understandable. It it is, Mm -hmm. you know, because... um, even though we hear something with our ears, it's okay. Go back out again. We're we're going to go with our gut mm-hmm. a lot of times. So even when we're told, and if we were told the first Sunday in May, you can come back together again. I think it might take a little bit of time for people to slowly come back, but the fellowship's going to be there. Okay, uh, and and we're we were made for fellowship. But the God, our God, is there, and not just in the church building. He's with us. You know, all the time, of course. So uh, I think there might be some people who are still going to be concerned about it, and, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's okay.
0: Okay. So uh, so back to Gideon. Yes. The conversation that he had with God. Uh-huh. Um, you were saying that, that Gideon, you know, uh, becomes convinced about who God is, and, and then he builds this altar... Uh, and, and he called it, the Lord is peace. Yes. Um, how, how do we then, um, for us, how, what is it that we need to do? Uh, people who maybe at times aren't really sure where to look to find peace, um, what what do we need to do to see the example that Gideon sets even though when he was fearful and he had this conversation with God he becomes convinced and and builds the altar and calls it the Lord is peace what what can we learn through his story about how we ought to deal with the issues that we face
1: uh, i think that's a good question keith uh, i think always has to go back because well, we're in a relationship with god we're in a relationship with god through jesus of course but we need to just keep constantly looking at god and and one of these things here that they the think about we need to remember god's faithfulness to us mm. god has been faithful over and over and over and he and he, and he didn't call us out of the world to leave us alone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he called us out of the world to walk with Him daily. Mm -hmm. And he's and, you know, I've been a Christian for 27 years and he's proven himself over and over and over that he is faithful, even though I haven't been faithful to him. And there's Bible verses, we know, said even if we're not faithful, he will remain faithful. So Mm -hmm. I think we just constantly have to go back to our relationship with God and remember who he is. And with this, I am this Yahweh. He's saying I will be what I need to be on any situation that you deal with. And so he's got this Yahweh name uh, throughout the scriptures or the different names of God to say, this is what I'm like. Mm -hmm. But especially at this time, Keith, people need peace in their hearts. They need peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And so we need to constantly go back to the scriptures to look at God, but to also look at the scriptures to think, okay, um, I'm... Inside of myself, like 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 Gideon, he's a man who is hiding in a wine press, and he's and he's he's afraid. And so God then reveals the name Yahweh Shalom. That's where we first say it. we don't say it anywhere else before that. Mm-hmm. Is in that place into a man uh, who is desperately afraid. He's walled in by his circumstances. He's a man who's worried and discouraged, and he's got no peace in his heart. Mm -hmm. And and, and, and even for us, and it's not just the COVID-19 and the pandemic. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people uh, that don't have peace. You know, they may not have peace, um, you know, at their job. Mm -hmm. They may not have peace in their marriage. They may not have peace with their children. They may not have peace with their health or something like that. And I believe that, God's going to when we cry out to him and call out to him, like we had this, we see in the the different cycles in the the book of Judges that we're calling out to him. And God's going to reveal himself to what we need him to be Mm -hmm. in in the middle of our trouble um, at the beginning of this pandemic, in the middle of the pandemic. And at the end of pandemic, God's going to say, I'm your peace. You know, because we, we, we've tried to look for peace in all these other places. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and it might give us temporary peace, but God is the one that says, if you really want peace, if you want wholeness and security and health, that's you're going to find it in me. So I, I would constantly encourage us to go back to God and God's faithfulness and mm-hmm. him showing himself to us. Just through the biblical stories but in our own lives he's faithful does mm-hmm. that make sense what i'm saying it does
0: it does and and, uh, and it's not just uh the god that we see in the old testament he's the same god in the new testament and we see it uh lived out or exemplified for us in christ god in the yes. flesh yes uh, and and jesus has a lot to say to his disciples about peace doesn't he he
1: he does he does um, and 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 it was at a time when they needed to hear peace uh, you know um, there were well, they are in the upper room in John 13 14 in there somewhere they're in the upper room and things are not good they know something's not right and it's going to get worse mm-hmm. and he says this in John fourteen twenty seven. peace I leave with you. Mm. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you? Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is saying, I'm giving you peace, but it's not like the world gives it. And the world kind of gives peace. I wish. This, you know, what happened. Or I hope this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus is saying, "I'm giving you peace. I'm giving you wholeness. This mm-hmm. is the shalom. I'm giving you security. I'm giving you harmony, health, and prosperity." And listen, because it's His to give, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because He, He, He is peace. It's I'm. I am peace. He is showing himself to be Yahweh Shalom because mm-hmm. there's what 767 seven I am statements throughout the book of John. Yes. And so he said I, I I'm I'm going to give you peace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um so I I see it there in Jesus. He says something too. Uh it's um John 16:33. Uh, mm-hmm. John 16:33, and I love this. I love a lot of verses, but I love this one. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "I have told you these things," because he's praying for them. He said, "I'm going to go to the cross, and there's a lot of trouble and whatnot." He said, "I've told you these things so that in me, mm-hmm. in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world." Yes. Um. And and so this this particular piece um is really for Christians. And not that non-Christians can't have it. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's assurance of of salvation through Jesus. And it's a peace of mind that we need to have that it doesn't matter what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have God. We have Jesus. And that should bring us peace. He's in control of all this. We know that for sure. Yes. Um, So we do see it in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and Jesus living this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Billy, I really appreciate you spending some time, uh, with us and sharing with us about the peace of God and who God is. And, uh, I know that, uh, for all of those that are, are struggling and, and, uh, and and seeking uh, comfort and peace that if, if we do the things that you've reminded us of, uh, we can, we can experience the peace that only, uh, God provides. Um, Billy, I hope that uh, things will continue going well for you and for your congregation. Uh, we appreciate you uh, and your ministry, your thoughtfulness. We appreciate your faith. We appreciate your desire to, um, to pass along to other people what God has revealed to us through his word. Uh, and again, I, I want to say thank you for joining me this morning.
1: Keith, uh, thank you. Um, and thank you for just for your words there. I Uh, I I don't feel worthy of them, but thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. I love you dearly.
0: You've been listening to Life in the Rock. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's conversation. Thank you for joining us and have a great day.